Well, Bluebirds, some season that was survived by the skin of our teeth. And with the fortune of points deduction elsewhere, we just about booked our place in the championship next season. Again. Four managers, last-minute winners and off-pitch scandals over the course of the season prove there's no other club like us. Well, I'm your regular host, Brandon Richards, and welcome back to a bit of Swaz, episode 12, season 3. And more importantly, the final episode of the season. Emotional times, I know. But don't worry, there's a man that will cheer you right up. And it's my right-hand man, <laughs> William Kosh. How's it going, Koshy? I'm very well, mate, but this hay fever is starting to take over me. I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm still coping with it. Doing well, battling through it. Keep fighting, mate. Ready, Keep for, fighting. The, ready for the start of the championship, eh? <laughs> oh, God, when aren't we? When aren't we? Well, remember, we're at SwazPod on the Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. So like, love, share, comment and most importantly subscribe now we know there's an abnormally larger than average elephant in the room but before we get into any of that let's quickly analyze the bluebirds end to a rather obnoxious season firstly was the crucial 2-1 win over rotherham to secure the safety after an extraordinary scenes caused by kipray and what a finish as well well this game was crucial yeah mate it was crucial um, obviously, got rearranged due to the the water and the the, um, the rain pour we had. But yeah, we more importantly, more importantly, Brand, we're coming to this game. Have not won. We have not won a game since on a Thursday. Yeah, we haven't won a game on a Thursday since Boxing Day, nineteen ninety six, against Torquay United. So I'm pretty sure you mentioned our last episode, didn't you? Uh, nah, Before coming up to this Robin game, I'm sure. No, nah, I don't think so, mate. I feel like that was another stats back wow. in the day. But, um, yeah, we haven't won, we won on Thursday since 1996, Boxing Day against Torquay. And wow, that's crazy. I was coming into a bit, oh, big game. We know what happened last time we were winning, and then obviously the game got called off. Um, but we, we've played well every time we've gone to Rotherham Brand. We won the last three of our four visits to Rotherham, so I, I, I was pretty confident that we could go, go there again and beat them and get the three points that we needed. Obviously, Kipre's goal was mm-hmm. vital, and what a, what a goal, to be fair to him. Atete scored as well, um, which I think he, he had a really good end of the season. I'm excited to see what he could do next year for us. I think... I think positive to see. Yeah, it's a lot of positives, and I think this season really helped him at the start. We all thought he was a bit raw. He had that bit of that couple of games out and not, didn't really play too much, but back at the season, he came with some vital points, linked up well with Kaba, Wickham, and we're starting to see... What type of player we going in? But um, it was positive, fans. It was a good, good win. Obviously, kept us up. Fans were buzzing. Lucci was buzzing. Needed. Bamba was buzzing on the sides. P- uh, fist pumps left, right, and centre. Even Cav again on the action. Uh, and Brands, it was the first time we went back to back way league matches since we beat um, Watford in April 2022. So, oh. Lucci brought a bit of form on the way ends, on the way days. So, uh, the back end. The back end. On the way days, but a win's a win, Brand. It was vital at the time, massive. And yeah, I'm so happy that we, we didn't have to worry about it with two games ready to go after. And it was, it was settled before we know it, really. Before the two games, we had yeah. to worry about Burnley or anything like that then. But vital goals, um, and Kipri was just was a rock solid that game. And my man, the match, really. Well, it was crucial to say the least. 
And like you mentioned, the two going into them two games, if we didn't get that win, it would have been panic stations. Well, after that was the unfortunate meeting with the ex-girlfriend in Neil Warnock with Huddersfield, who were desperate for points. And it didn't go quite the plan, did it, Will? No. Um, Huddersfield completed their league double over us for the first time, Rand, since 1969 campaign. What? Yeah. And that had to be Warnock, didn't it? And to be, and to be fair, Brian, I also found another stat that it really surprised me. It said that Neil Warnock has only won two of his last 15 games against Cardiff. Oh, that's quite surprising. He drew, uh, it is very surprising, friends. He's drawn seven and he's lost six against us. So, I was surprised when I saw that stat. Because like, considering he's always been at better clubs than us, realistically, throughout the years. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, it surprised me. Obviously, um, wasn't the result we wanted, but we did Warnock a favour. It was vital punch for them in their season, in their campaign. And it basically, it's basically um, kept them up, those points. And, but to be fair though, Brands, the goal we did score, Isaac Davis, I thought it was an unbelievable finish. I mean, he just flicked it. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah, it was nice at the end of the season on like on for like a um a card with the score. It's what we lost. To see Isaac Davis on the score sheet, I was happy. Despite I know a couple of fans left early and it wasn't too much like too much support to the players at the end of the end of the game and when they did walk arounds. But it's been one of those seasons, brands we've got we've got to move on, the players gotta move on. Obviously we've got a new manager we'll talk about in this in the next section. But it was nice to see Davis score against Huddersfield. It was nice to see... It's a beautiful there. consolation, wasn't it? Yeah. It's it a was, beautiful consolation, Davis. It was nice to see Warnock as well come round the whole stadium. He did the Isle Tyler and he clapped some Cardiff fans. And it just shows how much he loves the club. And it was nice to do a favour back to him, wasn't it? And uh, reward him <laughs> for his hard work. And funny enough, he just he stayed on with him for another year. So we'd be able to see Warnock another t- one more year. One more year, as they were saying. Yeah. But, um, He'd be back at the City Stadium next year. Oh, well, you never know, Brand. <laughs> you, you might be managed by December. <laughs> but now he might be the manager of us, knowing Cardiff City by December. Yeah. Bloody hell. Anyway, to finish off, well, like you mentioned, this circus, circus of a season was, of course, no other than the champions of the league in Burnley and Mr. Vincent Company. Well, no surprises there in the 3 0 loss, was there? No. Burnley made his 16 league games and beaten at home this season against us, so I was not expecting that run and that form to finish. Um, and to be honest, Brands, they looked such such a better team. We had, we had one or two chances. Well, finishing about 15 shots off off target. Um, but they could tell they were just class. They were so composed, ooze class, playing good football. Players come off the bench who will probably be our player of the seasons. It was just the quality and the depth that he's built, Vincent Company and Craig Bellamy, and mm. just the football they were, they were playing around. And, and it was nice to see, like, I'm not a Burnley fan, obviously, but that Ashley Barnes was able to obviously score for them and end his career on a high with them. And obviously, he's just joined Norwich, which is interesting. Cause I thought you could be in a running for him, it wouldn't yeah. be a bad signing for us. But he's gone to Norwich. But Anyway, the last game of the season away game is always a fun day out, despite no matter the, no matter the, what the score is. I uh, saw some good costumes, good outfits from the uh, from the fans, travelling fans. They seemed like they had good fun. I saw you saw the clip with Joe Rolls tripping over the Burnley fans when you were running on the pitch. Um, <laughs> and the fans loved that. 
And I'm so surprised that I, I wasn't sure if you, you if you were still watching, Brandon. I know a lot of people turned it off, but I stayed to see like just to see um Burnley celebrating the league and um all the fans they they stay in control of their emotions. They were on and off the pitch. They were listening to their speaker, and obviously some of our players were on the pitch, and obviously it wasn't nice for like for some of our players to say goodbye that way because they would have to get rushed off the pitch. But um, the way the fans dealt with their promotion, they should have acted the better way, really. But happy to see that season done. It was obviously we didn't at the time that Lamucci was last game of Cardiff and got to thank him for for keeping us up, and maybe got to thank all the rest of the managers despite them not being the very best. But they all contributed eventually to the points we we, point. we made yeah, and right. we, we got. There was some special um, there were special goals like so is the start of the season and those points were vital at the end and. Lucky credit, we credit you. Not the season we wanted, but we didn't go down. <laughs> Some managers did better than others, but at the end of the day, they all contributed, and we also we know what's happening now in the next season, and hopefully the clubs made the right decision, the right choice. Um, but yeah, glad to see the season's over. I'm already looking forward to next season though. I can't wait. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, you're right. Uh, as much as it's been an entertaining season to say the least, I couldn't be happier to see the. Uh, the back okay. of yeah. the back of that the, the well the back end of that season to say the least well moving on to the next segment of the show we are moving into the fans questions so, so the, the next, next segment of the show, show we, we got, got fans reactions and this, and this episode, episode we got, we a, got special a special fan reaction segment as we are fortunately joined by the one the only, only Henry Say. Henry, it's been a long time coming. Henry? Welcome to Swad's Pod. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. How are you guys? You guys okay? All good, mate. Living, 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 living the dream. Living the dream. It's a pleasure to have you on. It's a pleasure to have Thank you on. You. Well, firstly, firstly, let's address the huge elephant in the room. The appointment of new gaffer Errol Bullet. Lads, what was your initial thoughts? Well, I'll start with you. Initially, um, surprise at the start. Um, just just because there's no name, wasn't too sure much about him. Obviously, did some research now about him. Um, quite excited to be, to be fair with brands. Um, brings a, a lot of experience from playing career. So he played at Frankfurt, Fenerbahce, Olympiacos, and obviously managed in Turkey with um, Fenerbahce. So yeah, quite excited to see what he does with Cardiff. And a bit of a surprise how quick it was. Well, not quick. It was. It wasn't very quick. It took ages to do. But like the fact that with um, announced Sabri obviously left, it was a bit of a shock. But obviously they were working on this deal beyond closed doors. And the fact we got in before pre-season was quite a clever move for this club. And I'm quite excited to see how it plans out. What was your initial thoughts, Ed? Well, it, it was a crazy week because the start of that week, everyone thought it was Garcia. Oscar Garcia. Yeah. It was a former Watford and Brighton manager. Uh, and then uh, I, I was notified on a Wednesday that it was, it was, it was someone else, someone who'd managed a previous, managed a big-name German club. And was, no, sorry, not a big-name German club, a big-name European club and was wanted by a German team. And then the Thursday, Friday, out of nowhere, that Portuguese gentleman uh, came out and that looked nailed on. Uh, yeah. I was I was told on a Wednesday or a Thursday that Garcia was second choice, uh, and then of course the Friday, the Saturday, the uh, the, the story broke, and we had a we had a brand new manager. Now I've I I mean I'm not you know I like football, but I it was a new name new to me, 
we know post post him being uh, revealed that he was wanted by a German club and he was wanted by a, a Saudi Arabian team. Uh, I've I've been led to believe that the club was, was happy when the Garcia link came out because they they'd hoped to catch a German club the German club sleeping. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 yeah, I, I, the way they've handled this, I, I, I've been quite, you know, you know, even though the ball's not being kicked yet, I've been pretty impressed. Yeah, which is a shock, really, when it comes to Cardiff City. City. But no, yeah, I, I, I agree with you both. You both make really good points there. I just felt for me, when I first seen Sabri was sacked, I understand a lot of the fan base was unhappy about that, and a lot of fan base felt a bit hurt and shocked more than anything by that. But for me, I had a bit of a different approach then. I, I thought it was going to be a positive outlook and we were going to go for a bit of a change of direction. But I will say, when I seen that appointment of Buller, I did feel we're going in the same direction. But listen, you've got to give the man a chance and see what happens. Well, the first we heard of him was that press conference and there was quite a lot said in that press conference, wasn't there, Hen? Yeah, but it's also worth noting that uh, if Vincent can have his way, Morrison would have come back. So, yeah, that, so that's another, you know, that's another thing. So uh, that press conference, there was there was a number of things that stood out for me. Uh, Bullet saying he, he wants eight to ten players. Uh, Dalman grinning like a cat, uh, saying <laughs> there's, a, there's a player on the way or players on the way that's going to sell him uh, six to eight thousand tickets. I mean, you know, just using logic. There's only you know three players in our you know with our current embargo we we we, we could get well Bale, Bale's retired, uh, Messi's gone to Miami, and that, leaves, <laughs> and that leaves and uh, that leaves Ramsey whose whose contract well doesn't expire with me he's got a one year option to extend it, uh, but, it's, but if, if he chooses not to extend it that contract expires on the on the end the end of this month. Yes. Uh, I know. I've, I know they believe that this this signing, this signing, will help them attract players. I've been told. I've been told that. Uh, uh, and it, I thought they 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 announced it this international uh, fix. You know, around these games, simply because all, all all the players seem to know. Mm. Uh, you well, know, they, they still could. They still could any time. They still could announce it any time. They, they could do, but I, I would have thought uh, Ramsey's main priority is playing the two games and, and recovering between those two games. Yeah. Uh, uh, early July um, makes sense for me. I mean, Bale's, not Bale, sorry, Ramsey's an experienced pro. He doesn't want to do the bleed tests in preseason. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I have I, 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 I have no evidence for this. This is purely a hint. If you look, if when I found out about Ramsey, it was before the new manager was announced. So that kind of tells me Ramsey reached out to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, imagine so. He is a Cardiff boy. His family stayed in Cardiff when when he was out in France. I mean, the uh, the two biggest things of evidence I can give was the Dalman claim in the press conference. And Ramsey's uh, uh, interview with the media a few days ago talking about that, that, that he wants to come home. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 
it was always sort of written in the stars, I felt, for, for Rams. Well, I think, I think I'm just saying that as a hopeful Cardiff City fan, but I thought it was always written in the stars for Rams to come back to Cardiff. But then again, I did always think that Bale was going to come back to Cardiff, so we can't say that. But like you, like you said, Hen, thank God, for, for me personally, I think everyone on this part listens to the podcast this year knows my opinion on Steve Morrison as a manager. Unless, once again, I'm just thank God that Tan doesn't have four reigns at that club. As if Morrison came back in as manager. I'm not sure we'll be doing this end-of-season podcast. Let me say that right now. What did you make of that press conference? Well, as Henry mentioned, a lot to unpack. Yeah, interesting. It seems like he hasn't just come here just to take the money. And he came here for a challenge. He's obviously turned down, as Henry mentioned, Saudi Arabian clubs, uh, German club. And his, his win percentage, a further back, it was 61% brand. So he, he comes yeah, with a winning mentality. He's mentioned that in the press conference. Yeah. He's mentioned he, he wants discipline from his players. He wants to turn those home games into must win or at least a points games and go into games with a mentality of getting points out of every game, no matter who you're playing, which is quite nice to hear. I think it'd be a bit like, like Marmot with some players. I think some players might really like him. Some players might not like him due to how disciplined he might want him to be. So that'll be very interesting on, on how they react when they come back to pre-season and maybe might see a couple of faces go, which we might not have expected, but it might be a good thing because he's setting standards. And with all that said, I'm quite interested, quite excited to see what he does. Go and just go a bit into more detail of him. When he was at um, Alsbury, how do you say it? Alansbury? Is that Alansbury? Oh, yeah, Turkish Al- team? Yeah. Um, oh, his team averaged the highest, most shots on target per game. With 5.76, which is the highest in the league. And he had some names that we all know. So we had Papa Cisse, former Newcastle striker. And he netted there. 22 goals in the league. So his strikers do score goals for him. So be interesting to see what he does. And he also got um Europa League league finish in the league. So comes with a good CV, brand. So I'm quite excited. What what style of play do you expect to see out of him, though, Well, Well, he mentioned a 4-2-3-1 would be his main formation, or maybe a 4-3-3, as we will probably see. But I think he just, uh, the way the stats show, yeah, he's just, he likes to just get in the opposition's final third and just get some shots off and on test up opponents any way as possible. There's not too much on him. Obviously, he left um, Fidabache, didn't he, with what went on in that country uh, during the season. But I think we respect a lot of attacking football, to be honest. I feel like that's what that might be what we need is the attacking football. Do you think Hen to go back to that sort? Will he will he maybe bring us back to that sort of Cardiff way as we mentioned? We do know not don't know what to expect at this rate. Well, last season we only scored forty one goals, and seventeen of those goals have either left or gone back to their parent club. So we need we need to sign goals. Uh, yeah. We were we we were a low scoring team the season before. We only scored forty six, which is an average of one goal a game. You know, last season we dropped even below that. You want to average about 1.5 to closer to two goals per game. So we've got to sign a lot of goals. Uh, one thing I found interesting in the press conference was Darman said that if, if it wasn't for uh, uh, the agent, this deal never happens. So I wonder, and as, as you guys, we talked about earlier, agents control football. Yeah. Are their players are their players lined up? Uh, you, know, uh, you, you know, agents bring players to clubs. I mean, the Cabot deal, for example, we, we, we didn't go to them. His agent brought Cabot to us. Cabot ticked the boxes. We took the gamble. Yeah. We have no idea how lucky we are. That, that. We have no idea how lucky we came because he wasn't scouted. He wasn't that. We, he just ticked all the boxes. So, uh, I mean, 
they definitely look like they're going to have a busy summer. I, I think the transfer business will operate on two fronts. It'll be, uh, you know, the Ramsey signing and and and, and who he might bring, and then what the the Turkish side is being. You know, who was his agent got lined up? Uh, why was what was uh, he doing in Turkey this week? I mean, I know I know he went to the Champions League final, but was he smoozing with players and agents in the hospitality? Because he didn't get his ticket on general sale, you know he he would have yeah. he he would have he would have walked into the hospitality, he would have gone in for free, and probably spent most of the night trying to you know trying to try, you know talking to people, snoozing around, which is what you want out of the Cardiff City manager. You don't see that many out of Cardiff City manager. But another important factor as well, we're bringing Bullet in was assistant managers. Who's he bringing in? How much of the staff is he bringing in? Is some assistant manager going to be there? Is Saul still going to be there? We know we're hearing rumours about Whitehead going to Watford and uh, Valerian and Ismail. Like, what staff is he going to bring behind him? Is there going to be much of a change in the backroom at Cardiff City? Well, I assume this week in Turkey, I assume, I haven't been told, I assume this week in Turkey, he was probably nailing down his coaches. Uh, we know, for example, there's not a fitness coach in the club at the moment. There's not a goalkeeper coach. So there's, there's two posts there. Uh, yeah. uh one of the rumours that came out earlier that he was only appointed because of the Turkish connection to Sol and Whitehead. Well, we know Whitehead's going off to uh, going off to Wofford. So the big question, the bit, the big. So that, that definitely means you need one first team coach. Now, does he keep Sol as a motivator, as a uh, someone who can bond, you know, with the fans, the players? Knows the I mean, I mean, you saw you saw him getting in players' faces. In you know, yeah. some of the away, some of the away games, so he, he he has his role. If you keep Sol as your assistant manager, then you then bring in another, an extra, uh, more coach, technically yeah. focused coach. You so you so, I mean, I was told four coaches. The press conference said three. So I mean, four to me makes more sense. Even if you keep mm-hmm. Sol, because you bring in two first team, a goalkeeper, and a. Uh, a fitness coach, a, fit, a fitness coach. They 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 got rid of the fitness coach, and the and I believe the old Colby coach, roughly at the same time last season. So they've been running without without those for a while, and I I would think yeah. we definitely want both of those ready to go for the for the time of preseason. Hundred percent. Well, speaking of preseason, uh, starting preseason early in Portugal, been a lot of talk on that social media. How important do you think that will be, Will, and what does that show? What the uh, beginning early, did you say? Pre-season. Beginning early, early, early pre-season in Portugal. I think it's needed, Brandon. I'm not gonna lie. I think one, he needs to see the players he's got, which he did mention. He wants, he has an idea. He's seen two or three games, but he said he wants to actually see them in person. So I think then you'd be able to see and set the standards then early on and see who can reach those standards, who can reach those standards. He might be a great, great chance to see what Sol was like during those during those weeks because his contract's still with us. Um, but I think the players do need to start early because it wasn't the season we all wanted as a Car City fans last year and he needs improvements and he needs all the time he possibly can with them before the start of the season so I think it'd be vital Well it might be time for them as well like like we mentioned there are going to be some players going out the door it might be time for them to decide and maybe once that bit of early time to, so he can really nail down and know who he wants to go out the door, and then most more importantly, who he wants in. Because if Aaron Ramsey, as we mentioned, we all agree or we all think that Aaron Ramsey is the special signing that they mentioned. If Aaron Ramsey comes in that team, that team is going to have to change up a bit in terms of personnel. In terms of personnel. And, but more importantly, like say Ramsey does come, 
in what like impact and effect do you feel like that could have on the club, Henry? Like, how big do you feel like he's going to put them extra seats in that in that stadium? I mean, if we assign Bale, Bale sells ten thousand tickets overnight. Yeah, easy, you know, is that easy? easy. Uh, can can Aaron shift six eight thousand? I, I think he can. Uh, uh, you know. I like you know I like four number nines because the the, the, championship, the championship season is brutal. Forty six games, it's the most you know it's, it's it's probably the second or third most competitive league in the world. It's definitely the most brutal. So we, if Ramsey, you know, let's assume Ramsey Ramsey's coming, he's going to need more players to pass to. We at the club right now, we just don't have that. Uh, I, I I think there's I you know I've said we've got a poor squad. It doesn't mean we haven't got good players. Uh, and I like what I see on uh, honestly on Twitter, Vontae Campbell. You know, he's smashing yeah, his fitness training. Yeah. That's what you want to see. You want to see players turn up that week early and say, "I'm hungry. I want this." Yes, of course. You of know, course. you know, uh, because you know it, it is a fresh slate. You know, so, you know, they, they, you would hope he would come in, and whichever coaches were left, he wouldn't. You know, he wouldn't have any of their biases. You know, he wouldn't take those on board, and he, he'd look through. Uh, a fresh pair of eyes, and he'd see, you know, and, and you know, the, the, as as of right now, uh, I don't think anyone's starting position is guaranteed, and that even includes Robinson. Uh, yeah. So every every place is up for grabs. It's all it's all down to how much you want it, and you've got to get there in that first week, and you've and you've and you've got to you know you've got to fight for your place and and show how much you want it, and I you know. I, I, it's 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 everyone's got a, a, a fair chance, be it you know the youngsters, some of the more experienced players, because you know and and you, you throw in people like Ramsey, and whoever they 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 bring in, they're going to come in even with a reputation that, that and no no one at the club comes close to, uh, you know. So it's it's, I mean, you put Ramsey in that ten position where all he, you know, and, and and you put two runners in terms of midfielders with him, so they do all the backtracking and cover the ground. And let Ramsey pull the strings. As long as there's people who can make the runs in front of him and know where they need to go, yeah, of course yeah. the goals will come. But we didn't have that last season until, until, until you know. I mean, I'll put it this, like this: I argue if we didn't have Wickham and he didn't perform that, perform like he did against Bristol and Blackpool away, we might be in League One right now. That's how close it came. Yeah, hundred percent. And then you could even say without them, Cabba goals also. Yeah, but the, that, those two results, you know, Wickham was, I thought, the best player or close to the best player in that game. Oh, yeah. uh, and, you know, take away those six points where we, we you know, it could be a, diff- we could, a different result. Now, well, Wickham's now gone. So, that, I mean, that's one spot we definitely need to fill. Cab is gone. So, that's another player we, we, we need to fill. I mean, right now, uh, if, if you're feeling confident, how many strikers we got? Ete? We got Ete, Isaac Davis. Yeah, so so but but in terms of in terms of a that, nine or a, that's a not nine strong. Or, we can all agree that's not strong. That's no. not as that's not gonna keep us in the championship. You know, in, in terms of a nine that can lead the line, it's it's Ete. I mean yeah. uh, uh you know, probably Waters, and then you probably drop it down to James uh, James Crawl, who's a very good player. Yeah. A very I, hope good he, player yeah. I hope he gets his his his, his chance. He should definitely be if he's not gonna get any 
game time and so definitely be playing League One or League Two. Waste Agreed. of time sending him sending him any, anywhere lower than that. He, he knows he knows where the net is, a natural finisher. But you know, and the thing with the championship being the two games a week, uh, uh, you know, it's just brutal. I mean, you, you know, players get beat up. It's a physical game, so we, we need. I mean. I mean, I, I think he's right. We need 10 players. Yeah, we, we are going to need a good signing. We are going to need a I good think, sort. I th- a bit like last yeah. summer, similarly. A bit like last summer. Like, whatever possibilities are there. I think he will go for a goalkeeper as well, Brands. I can I can see him bringing a goalkeeper in, yeah. Because he did mention, like, he obviously he wants to get wingers attack, but he said it all starts from a goalkeeper. So I think he is eyeing up a goalkeeper to come in. And obviously that we need to defend. I think you bring a defender in. And hopefully he's got some good strikers who score some goals, but yeah, I can see a keeper coming in as well. What a striker that could potentially we put on the Swaz Twitter that which I'd like to spark a debate between us now is Kiefer Moore coming back to the Cardiff City Stadium. Now, how I, confidently would we take that? I mean, he's he, he had that bust up with with Gary O'Neill. I mean, Gary when O'Neill when O'Neill had a pop of both the Welsh players. Uh, if you look at the signings they want to make, they're linked with uh, Patrick Clyde's son, uh, who's a pacey, who's a pacey, pacey winger, who's played nine for Valencia. Moore doesn't fit their style. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. Moore was signed by Parker to guarantee promotion, and he, and he, and he was yeah. the one that pushed him over the top. Uh, he's had some good performances when when they've used him. It's very hard for a striker to play at his best if he's only used uh, every now and then. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I, I, you know, do we do, do do they still owe us money on the bomb on, on the deal? Could we say to them, look, we'll take his wages off, and we'll wipe out any any money that's left, uh, or we'll, or we'll take him on loan and pay his, his full wages? I mean, the crazy thing with Moore, it is he should be an established striker. He yeah, should be. A, I mean, you put him at Everton last year; they they don't struggle as hard. You put him at Leeds and the Sam Allardyce. Leeds could still be able, could still be in the Premiership. I you know I I think Moore is one of the most underrated players in terms of strikers in the country. Uh, you know, we shouldn't be in a position where we could, but I've I've always had a gut feeling. I've not been told this or anyone's hinted at me that you know that we we could get him. I mean, he plays his Wales games at home. I know. I know things. I know a lot of fans weren't happy. With the way he down tools the end, but my argument for that is it must have been awful playing with Nick McCarthy. Gwen McCarthy also down tools and was playing nineteen defenders and, and yeah, we remember it, them times and Ooh. playing and letting more only feed off long balls. Where yeah. any, any any coach of any you know um, of any you know would have would have tried to get wingers in. I mean, he had Giles a bit, but the Giles loan got was terminated. By his parent club, yeah, no one's feeding him passes, so I can understand why he thought, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not. This isn't for me. Mm. And I feel like he's even the, how long he stayed, like he could have gone before that. Even I feel like I feel like I feel like he really did try. He did his best. He did his best to stay. And even even his post he put on Instagram when he left, like you could tell it was a bit. I mean, we 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 almost got the playoffs. You know, the previous year under with 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 Mick, with Jess, you know, Moore, Ojo, and Wilson. I I I just don't understand the powers of B. Didn't it's so hard to find a twenty twenty five goal a season striker. I don't know why they didn't build a team around him. Especially I, it, in the championship. 
he's yeah. I mean, you know, if if he came if he came back to us, I don't think there's a you know he's better than Vardy now. Vardy's what thirty six. Yeah. You know, but uh, I mean, if Vardy's even still at, I mean, even still at Leicester, because it looks like their the, the bones of their yeah. best players are going to be are going to go. They're they're going to be picked apart and left with the, the players that took them down. Uh, you know, so you we get more automatic. You know, he's not lost any pace. We never had any. Uh, he's still physical. He's still he's, he's still a big. You know, he's got, he's still got the, the ability he had when he was with us. He's a, he's a twenty-five goal season guy. I mean, a better player than Kaba. Yeah. No, better version of Kaba. Better version of Kaba. I don't think that's out of pocket of saying. Hundred yeah, percent better version of Kaba. Uh, and you know, maybe maybe may, maybe the the club was a bit toxic, but hopefully, under the new guy, you bring in some you know, bringing players like Ramsey. You can you know, I, you bring in five or six players, you can go well, from a, yeah. a a struggling team, and you can you or you can sneak in via the playoffs. You know, it, it's it, you can you can turn a football team around quite quickly. Yeah, it isn't like if you know football isn't that complicated. People try and overcomplicate it. You know, you need a bit of pace, you need a bit of passion, you need a bit of, you know, you can you can and a bit of a bit of quality. That's the problem. Last year we signed seventeen players, you know, and only a handful of those made an impact. Big lack, big lack of quality, wasn't it? We'd been better instead of signing two average players, using that combined weight to buy to sign one good player. Yeah, you know. Uh, and- uh, you, you know, we 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 can we can't score from a corner or a set piece. We can't, you know, our midfielder our midfielder doesn't score goals. You know, like like I said, we only scored forty one goals last year, last year, and seventeen of those are from players who are no longer at the club. Uh, so so we got to get a, we we got to get a whole new spine. So we've lost our yeah. best centre. We got lost our best centre half. Uh, we lost our best creative player. Uh, the lad from Villa, Philip uh, Filagina, yeah, 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 yeah. uh, uh, a Cabba, you know, uh, you know, uh, Wickham's gone. Uh, you know, there's, I mean, there's still some. I, I think I still think there's some quality. I think Abdouda, I think Collins. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, we don't know. You don't know he's going to come back, do you? You, you can never tell after. Gonna... You can never tell after an injury. Uh, you know, some players never. You know, they just lose that bit of pace. But there are, you know, there, there are some. You know some talented players. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan. I sometimes think Burnley rate Isaac Davis more than we do. Yeah. Uh, uh, for me, one of the best performances by any of our players last season was was Isaac Davis at home to Leeds. Yeah, that was an unbelievable performance. You know, that was a very really good performance. The fit in the uh, first leg, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Seth, uh, that was good. A was, that was looking. one of his first good performances in a while as well. That was when he just got given a chance to start as well, wasn't it? That was I was impressed by that. But that's the point about you have to play regularly. So some yeah. like Isaac Davis, you know, you, you can't give him a hard time if, if he has a bad game because that's that's a he's learning his trade. You know, he just needs to play and play and play. Uh, and I, I think I think there's a player there. I think I think you know, oh, you know, big fan of Isaac Davis. I just think we have got to bring in an experienced spine with quality, and. It, you know, I think the club, there's a sense within the club, from what I've been told, they're quite confident the embargo will be lifted. Uh, that makes things easier, but I still think there's value in the markets. We, we, we have to work in if we're, we're prepared to pay the wages. Yeah. Well, the one thing we can all agree on is going to be non-stop rumours surrounding the club 
for the next few weeks or the next couple of months, really. And there's even started now, like the Terry Taylor could be coming. Is others? I mean, it's, I mean, there's going to be loads. There's going to be numerous players, especially with the amount of players that we're going to bring in. There's going to be numerous players and numerous rumours of the players we're going to bring in. I just hope and pray that we bring in the right adjustments. Another thing we haven't mentioned was Vincent Tan selling his Belgian club. I'm not going to try and pronounce the name. KV Kortrick. <laughs> but selling a club, is is he leaving the football business? Or is he cutting his losses on football? Or is he doing it to concentrate more on Cardiff? I mean, what do you think that him selling the club represents well? Um, it could be very good for us, to be honest. Um, more money could be ploughed into Cardiff, hopefully. Um, maybe, oh, as you just said, he might be cutting his losses in football. And this is, this is the first stepping stone for him to do so. So... Um, as a car fan, I'd say it's positive for us, but I wouldn't mind if it was the way around <laughs> if he was going <laughs> from us. Um, but I think it could be something um, there for us to look at, and it could be really exciting times if he is going to put his full attention or most of his money into us. So obviously, the other club now is gone, so more influx of money coming in, which if if so, we could back bullets. Or, or the gaffer, um, uh, players that he wants to bring in himself. So it'll be interesting to see if that money is spent now in the, in this in the summer with uh, the players that the gaffer wants. Do you think it's a positive or negative, Hen? I think it's the first time Tan's made money in football. That's the first. He actually made a profit, didn't he, on the club? Uh, I think he bought it for two, sold it for fourteen. So he's made a bit of money there for the first time in football. I think, you know, if we spoke this earlier, if you're a Cardiff fan, if you haven't watched the press conference, watch the press conference, because to me, it looks like the beginning of, 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 of Dalman, maybe. I mean, we know he's loaned the, the club money. We know he's, we know Dalman wanted Morrison. We know, no, sorry, we know Tan wanted Morrison and Dalman wanted his guy. So maybe we're looking at the start of Dalman taking over. And Tan is slowly winding down his interest in football because he, he got a good price for that Belgian club. He's actually made he made a decent profit on it. Uh, uh, Darman seems to be running things on a day to day basis with very little input from from Tan. So maybe you know this is the start of of of, of a takeover. And as Dan as Tan slowly slowly you know gets rid of his football interests because if, he, if he's going to sell if he's going to sell Cardiff, what's the point having the uh, the Belgian club. If you can get a good price now, take it. Well, I mean, I feel like that power shift has been um, very evident in that um, since Tan has taken over with the people that he has gone in. Well, very good points there, but brings us on to the next segment of the show, which is the Guess the Bluebird segment. It's the segment of the show where mine and I guess his Bluebird knowledge is tested, where we simply guess the Bluebird. Well, who have we got for this week? Right, I'll start in 2008, where the player began his career really, in Plymouth Argyle, playing 55 games, scoring five goals. He was at at Plymouth from 2008 to 2011, but he also went on alone to Exeter City in 2009, playing seven games, two goals, before then joining Brighton of Albion in 2011-2012, playing 59 goals, scoring four goals, before joining us in 2012, playing 158 games, scoring 16 goals, Played for us between 2012 to 2017, before then joining Bolton Wanderers in 2017 to 2019. We played 60 games, scoring two goals. Before then, continuing his career 
in Australia, playing for Melbourne City and MacArthur. Played 48 games for Melbourne, scoring 12 goals, and played 44 games this season, scoring five goals. What, this season? Yeah. Oh, oh no, sorry. He's, he's played, yeah. That's Craig Newman. This... <laughs> Who is it? What a shot. Is it yeah. <laughs> no way, Henry! That's no, no even hesitation. No even hesitation. No. We'll give it away for you, Hen. Uh, we signed him from Brighton. It, 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 was long, it was quite a long transfer. We wanted him for a while. Mm. But we tried a few oh. times, if I remember correctly, to get him. Unbelievable. Wow. Fair I'm not going to lie. I think I didn't want to say what I was thinking. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but I went, I went thinking Craig Noon. I'll be honest, I had no idea about his previous his previous experience, but I knew it was I knew it was Noon as soon as the uh, the year and the you know he was the only player we signed from Brighton in that period. Yeah, 2012, 2017 as well. Good year. Anyway, what a player, Craig Noon. Big shout out to yourself. Unbelievable winger. When we scored that goal against Man City, big memories. Thank you very much, Craig Noon. Great winger. Great winger. Well, the next segment of the show is the Cardiff City's women section. And as of course, we are joined by Bluebird women defender Hannah Power. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Cardiff City's women section. We're back for the last episode of the season. And as always, we are joined by Bluebird's women defender Hannah Power. How are you doing, Han? I'm really good, thank you. How are you doing? Not too bad. Enjoying the weather. Enjoying the beautiful weather. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like that, we're at the end of the season. And what a season has been for yourself and the Bluebirds. Before we get into anything, how can you sum up this past year? Um, I'd say it's been nothing short of incredible. It's been such an amazing year for us at the club. And I think we've been the shining light in the club, a lot of people have said to us after our season. Definitely. So yeah, it's been a great year. We've had so many highs. I don't think we've had ever had a season where we've had so many highs and really no lows. I mean, we had that one low, but yeah, it's been an incredible season and really grateful for how well we've done. Well, last time we spoke, we secured the title against the New States in great fashion. But after that, it was the title celebration of the Adjunct Premier League and in great fashion again at the Cardiff City Stadium after a 3-1 win over Swansea. How was the game and the celebration followed against our biggest rival? We played so well against Swansea at the stadium. We went into it knowing that it was our last game. We'd already won the league, so we could have taken our foot off the gas, but we just thought, no, we want to stay invincible. We want to stay unbeaten this season. And as soon as we went out, I think we were a little bit shaky because I think it's natural when you play at the Cardiff City Stadium, you do get a little bit nervous, especially at a South Wales derby. And we went 1-0 down and that was a bit of a, a gutter, but we literally got straight back into it, Lily Billingham scoring to equalise. So yeah, it was great to win against them because we've never done that at the stadium and to end the season on another high by being unbeaten and beating Swansea. So it was a great day all round. 100%. Well, despite this, the celebrations couldn't last too long as the FAW's Women's Cup trophy was knocking on the door as, a, as the last game and chance of silverware at silverware of the season. The only obstacle in our way was Britain Ferry Lanswell, which did not prove much of an obstacle after a convincing 4-0 win for the girls after goals coming from Eliza Colley, Catherine Walsh, a goal from a corner from Fionn Price and a late one from Rhian Oakley to seal the deal. Han, how was the game and more importantly the occasion? Yeah, it's a great occasion being in the um, Welsh Cup final. We knew how it felt to win after last season, doing it 
against Cardiff Met, so we wanted to be able to feel that feeling again. And we knew Britain Ferry were going to come, they were going to give it their all, but it was amazing to come away with the win and be able to celebrate another bit of silverware, which was amazing for us. Are you going for the free three-peat three times in a row next year? Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I'll start manifesting it now. Oh, you've manif- manifested enough on this podcast, I can say that. I've manifested enough. Uh, with the season now uh, officially finished, as yourself and the team able to now finally celebrate the incredible season? Yeah, I think uh, we celebrated it. for yeah. about five, six weeks straight. We were all so buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had such a, a great, like, few weeks after the season ended just time to celebrate and spend time with each other outside of like football and stuff but yeah it's it was such an amazing season you didn't want the celebrations to end of course but unfortunately they've had to come to an end because now we're back in pre-season and ready to prepare for the champions league definitely well the great season showed some great performance from some individuals, which then resulted in some individual awards for the team, which saw Fionn Price winning the Adrian Premier Player of the Season, along with Bluebirds Player Player, while Danielle Green winning Bluebirds Player of the Season and Meg Bowen in her first season at the club winning Bluebirds Young Player of the Season, as well as being nominated for Adrian Young Player of the Season. How much have all these girls contributed towards the team's success? Massively. They've been such a massive contribution, all of them. Like, Meg came in... As a, she's a youngster and she's come in and she hasn't looked out of place once this season. Um, she's been a great asset to the team. And Siobhan, she leads by example every game and she could win a player of the season every year. That's how good she is. And Dan Green, she's been an amazing wing back for us this season. So everybody who won an award this year was so massively deserved. And Fionn winning it for the league just goes to show the talent in our team to win it for the league as well, which I think is the second year running she's won it for the league. Unreal. So we're very Unreal. lucky to have all of those girls. Unreal. You mentioned the Champions League and the build-up towards that. How is that looking for the side? Yeah, it's good. Um, so our manager, Ian, went to, I think it was the Netherlands a few weeks ago for talks about it. We know what teams we could potentially play. Okay. Um, do you want to know what teams we could potentially play? Most definitely, most definitely. Okay. There's some big names. Like, really big names. Um, yeah, no so we, we find out at the end of June where we're actually going. Okay. Um, hopefully it's somewhere nice and hot. <laughs> Even though it'll be definitely, hard to play definitely. in, but it'll be nice. Um, nice time so, Yeah, so Ajax what? are in there. <laughs> yeah, Benfica. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, there's some teams like I've never heard of before because yeah. it's from so many different countries, but like Glasgow are in there, Zurich. Okay. Um, yeah, there's some really Swiss. big teams in there, so it'd be nice if we drew against one of them for the experience. What's What's your favourite? Who do you, Who do you want more than anyone? Anyone do you think out of them options? Um, I don't know. I like Greece or Cyprus Ooh, to go there. Nice, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it could definitely. it could be it could be anywhere, but the ones close to home, like Scotland and Ireland, I I wouldn't want to go there. We want to yeah. go somewhere far away. <laughs> on experience. <laughs> Yeah, I like Scotland and Ireland, but no, I want to go somewhere far away with the beach. Um, Han, as the, at the Swaz, due to the season's finish, we want to know, for you, for you personally, what, what was your favourite moment of the season? Oh, my favourite moment. There's been so many. There's been many. Um, the stadium game where we um, beat the record for attendance, that was definitely a great highlight of the season. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, game. so many. And smashed them yeah, as well. Yeah, so many great goals that game and... 
the um, young girls and boys who came to watch, we, I know that we inspired lots of them. So that was a great game. Um, but I think the game that stands out to me, and it wasn't the results, like the result was great for us. Like it, it doesn't sound amazing to say this result, but it was the one all draw against Swansea away because we okay. knew that game we had to take points off them. And personally, I helped contribute to the... Um, the goal that Phoebe scored. Yeah, the, just a little bit. Just yeah. Just a little bit. I don't. <laughs> just I time. don't have many of those moments, so I'm gonna hold on to that. That I played the ball <laughs> over to Phoebe in the 97th minute for our equaliser. So that was. I think that was one of the highlights for me because that that meant so much to us for our season, and helping us to win the league. So yeah, those two things are definitely the things that stand out. Definitely perfect moments. Well, once again, Han, thank you so much for coming on. But more importantly, thank you so much for everything this season. We couldn't appreciate you more. And just thank you so much and enjoy the summer. And hopefully enjoy some nice time on the beach. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Okay. Thank, thank you, you. Anna. Thank you. Bye. That was the Cardiff City's women section. Thank you again to Hannah Power for the whole season, for the whole year. She's been amazing. We couldn't appreciate it anymore. And congratulations to her and the rest of the team for such an amazing season and leaving with two trophies. Well done, girls. Remember, we're at Swaz Pods on the Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. So like, love, share, comment and most importantly, subscribe so coming to the end of the show very important we must pick up on is covering the international bluebirds as we always do and as we know wales is up has got up and coming games against armenia at home and turkey away in the nations league as the quest to qualify for the next euros continues no bluebirds in action for wales are we we looking forward lads well what's your expectations quickly for these wales games I'm quite excited, Brian. So I don't normally enjoy the international break. I love to watch Wales, obviously, before I'm the home and away. Um, excited. We had a decent point last time against Croatia. So excited to see what they could do now against Armenia and Turkey away. It's quite quite funny enough that link with Cardiff now Turkey, with the new manager. So maybe he's, he's, he's going to give them some tips. Because I, I believe he's going to come watch us, isn't he? Um, he's, watching both. he's watching both games, yeah. I believe. Both games, is it? Watching yes. both games, so... Well, you never know. You might be scouting around Ramsey, boys. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm excited, Brand. Um, big game tonight. And obviously another big, even bigger game Monday. Hopefully we get come out with four points. It'd be really good for us. And it'd been a, it's been a good start to the campaign for the Euros. Um, a couple of new boys coming to the team as well. Obviously, Bale's departure. And then we've got Nathan Boylehead coming on the scene. Brian Johnson's back. David Brooks is back. So it's quite exciting times. Um, new generation of Welsh football really coming through. Uh, looking forward to it, Brand. How do you think Wales are going to look in with, without Bale now? Well, I think I think it's time for Brandon Johnson to step up. Uh, yeah. I'd be surprised if he's still a Forest by the end of the summer. Uh, if I was Newcastle, I'd be looking at him. I I yeah, I think he's a special player. He's got the pace. I mean, I thought he was. You know, he's he's got the talent. Uh, you know, I mean, I know uh, was it was a Brentford put a thirty million pound bid in for him, and then yeah. it was rejected. It was rejected. Uh, I mean, he's better than that guy Newcastle got from Everton. They paid forty for him. I, Gordon, I yeah, Gordon, yeah, I, yeah. I think he's better than Gordon. Uh, you know, he'd, he'd be there's there's unless you name Man City, I think there's a lot of the top clubs in this country. I, I think you start for, and you know, I, 
still young as I, well. He is young. I, I, you know, uh, it could be, you know, it, it could be the start of his, you know, his, his, his era. You know, you, you know, you assume Aaron, you know, develops more into a creative role where morale and, uh, oh, I've the name of the other guy. Uh, what's the other midfielder called? Defensive chap. Um, morale and Padu. Apadu, sorry. Apadu, who, who, who's, who's loan? Who's loan comes to an end soon? You never yeah, know. Not relegated again. I would take Heartbeat. Heartbeat, I would take it. So they do, they do the running for, for Ramsey, and Ramsey just pulls the strings. Uh, you know, so, I mean, we should win tonight. What I don't want to see is, you know, is is going one and up and trying to protect the lead. I think we're a good team that we can get them and, and, and beat them quite comfortably. Uh, Turkey's is, 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 as you know, if you follow football, is a cauldron. Uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, quite, when I first started watching football years ago and, and watching United go to Galatasaray. Uh, so, it, you know, it's going to be a brilliant atmosphere, a, a oh, very yeah. intense atmosphere but we, we we have got good players we've got a lot of premiership uh players uh so i i would have thought the minimum target for the next two games is four points yeah couldn't agree more could not agree more and, and i hope that that's the least we come out with but yeah looking forward to international break as always and like we said it's the new era now at wales and it's interesting to see how we get on there but Bluebirds, other Bluebirds honouring their countries, actually honouring their countries, is Callum O'Dowder for Ireland and, massively, Airby Wadden's back in action for Gambia and Romain Sawyer's for St. Kitts and Nevis. Excited to see Airby Wadden's back in action. It'd be interesting, more than anything, to see what sort of performance he can put up. Yeah, and if he's still going after his injuries, as we mentioned, if he's still got that pace and that athleticism, that's the one we bought him for, really. Yeah, that was and a big part if, of the game. It, yeah, and if we have got, if we are going to bring in Ramsey and we want those legs, well, we got, if Adams is so good, we still got that. I'm going to be a bit of Botter and maybe another player. But I think them two might could do really well. The, but if with, if with the um, intensity and the standards you want to create, and then it might be either Winter and Rolls maybe batting from the, other, from the other side, so they're positioned in the field. And then any other player, obviously, on top of that. But I might be interested. I might give it a watch, Brand, if you play, if it's on if I can find a stream or something for it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, mate. We'll be able to find it. They'll be the find. But also, Ruben Colwell playing for the under twenty ones. How big do you think this experience is going to be needed for him now, Hen, going into next season? It's a big season for him. It is. I mean, you know, and it's just to point out, it's always young players. It's always the second season that's tougher. And people like Davis and Colwell would have had a nightmare of a season because they played in the four different managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully he gets some continuity. He looked leaner, so he, you know, hopefully he spent the summer conditioning. Uh, and and going back to Adams, Adams had a had a freak injury. I think he tore his pack, didn't he? He didn't. Yeah. So his legs his legs should be okay. Uh, his upper body, you know, he, he, but he it's should out, be of, out of action for that long. Do you feel it is? It is. But you know, he's it. Oh, hopefully he comes back hungry. Hopefully, with yeah. with you know, he's, he's, he'll, he'll get some minute and his minutes under and, and, under his belt just before preseason. Uh, play a lot in preseason. It's more to do with the uh, sometimes when people have a freak injury, they're nervous when they come yeah. back. They they you know, and and you guys know with the championship, you you know, it's it's not it's not a a typical league. You know, people it, people are throwing elbows and where it's sometimes it's like watching a Royal Rumble. You know, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a battle, it's a brawl. So. Hopefully, 
he doesn't have that injury in the back of his head and he he, he gets stuck in. Uh, same thing with Collins. You hope his knee injury hasn't taken yeah. away away his pace. And then you know, like like we pointed out earlier, with, with the extra preseason now, they just spend it on their on their on their fitness. But it is it's a, it's a big season for Caldwell and, and Davis. You know, yeah. uh, 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 I heard they there was a plan and decided for them to go on loan. I don't put much weight into that because under an embargo, I wouldn't do do that. That was that seems a bit daft to me, especially how good they can play at their best. I mean, people talk about you know some of the performances of the Sab at the end, but at uh, Huddersfield at home, if if uh, Corwell scores that fant- that worldly shot he made, we that game finishes to all. Yeah, and that's all down to Davis and, and Corwell. So I think there's ability there. Uh, if we assume, if we just assume, for example, you know that uh, that uh, Robinson, not Robinson, and Ramsey comes back and plays a ten, you can have three players rotating for that position in in uh, Ramsey, Robinson, and Corwell. Because I wouldn't play Robinson as a nine. Him leading the if he leaves the line, it takes away so much of his game. He needs yeah, to play I feel like him out wide though. Also, I feel like he, he can do his job out wide. He can he can play out out, out, out wide, uh, but Corwell is coming into it'll be there'll be competition. He'll definitely get playing time. Like, like we talked yeah. before, how you know with the forty six game season, Ramsey's not going to yeah. play forty six games. No, even yeah. if he was full, even if he was fully fit and young, young because players get burnt out. You saw that with Wintle, how tired he was come the end of the season because he played he was he played I, 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 he played every game more or less. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Well, you speak about players playing last season, the few that have left the club early on. Now we mentioned there's going to be a lot of players going in and out, but early on players that have left the club due to the end of their contract, it's Tom Sang, Connor Wickham, who we mentioned was pretty vital towards the end of that season, and Gavin Moites. What's our thoughts on just early on them three departing from the club? I believe it's Dylan Phillips as well, I think it's left the keeper. And and um, interesting. I think Tom Sang's a player. I think he deserves to actually get a chance somewhere now. I think he's done his waiting. I think the Derby game didn't really do him much justice. Um, I just think he's a player. I think where's he? I think I think has he gone? Notts County? Where's he gone? Notts County? Am I Port wrong? Vale. No. Port Vale. Port Vale. Port. I think Port Vale got a good good player. To be honest, a quite clever business. I know a lot of clubs were after him. Wickham, I know he was vital. Personally, I do. I wouldn't see um, him in Bullet's uh, mind just by the standards. I've heard some rumours about what he's like. Uh, I don't think he would. He would reach those standards. And same thing with Gavin White. Really, he hasn't had much. Well, he's played quite a lot for Cardiff over the last couple of years, but he hasn't played as much as he wanted. It'll be what as fans we want to see of him. So I think it was about time for him to move on and go somewhere else. And Phillips uh, went out alone, didn't he, to Belgium? So I think he was always destined to leave, leave eventually. Um, but yeah, all that that's probably just a start. And I won't be surprised if a couple more players do follow eventually. Um, I know contracts have been offered. I think Bagan's been offered a contract. A couple of others as well. So be interested to see what happens with them as well. But until the preseason starts, until he gets to see these players, we don't really know class we go in. But obviously some players left, Brian. So what can I say? Do you feel like this is just the start, Hen? Yeah, I mean, I championed the signing of Wickham before he signed because I knew we needed that physicality. But we shouldn't have been in that position where we needed him. It was a yeah. fault of the recruitment team. Now, you hope now 
they find a better long-term replacement for uh, uh, for Wickham. I mean, I, I, I got to say, I, I thought, you know, if, if any, anyone's ever doubting it, the way he stepped up at the tail end of last season, told soldier as a player there. Uh, I mean, I mean, Sang like Davis needs to play, so it doesn't help him having a game here and a game there. He goes if he goes to Port Vale and he starts every game within you know ten games, people will everyone will know he's a player. He just yeah. needs to play. Uh, uh, sadly, Gavin White looks like it just wasn't his level. Uh, yeah, I he, always said that. I felt with him, but then he'd score the next week. But I did always feel that it was uh, his level. Uh, you know, something, you know, as, as a number of coaches, he, he's, it's just not click with. Uh, I see Mark Harris has been offered a contract. I know there was a, there was a mm-hmm. bit of a backlash about that. If if we're going to play a high pressing style and the game is won and you, you want to bring a player on for the final 10 minutes to keep that style up, Mark Harris fits that bill. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think his wage offer would, would, would reflect that. So I wouldn't be, I don't be shocked if he doesn't sign. And then the club comes off, comes in, offers him, you know, the equivalent to what a starting player would should get. Uh, uh, yeah, and I could also see players whose contract hasn't expired be left to be, be left with, you know, like Nelson left, you know, if another club was prepared to pick up their wages. Yeah, yeah. You know, I we have got a big squad, uh, and those, you know, if 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 anyone thought that those certain players. If their legs are gone last season, or they're you know they're a year older. Uh, yeah, you know. So I, I, yeah, there's definitely going to be movement. There's and I don't. I mean, we did a lot in the Solskjaer when Solskjaer bought some players that were so awful, uh, like uh, like Wolf. We had to terminate his contract. We paid, I think, paid about three million for him. He played, he stayed for six months, and we gave him a payoff. So uh, I can, you know, and because a lot of the players we signed last summer were only on two year contracts. So, you know, you can, you know, you could, you could buy them out, but you don't, you know, it's, 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 you, you'd, I would hope for them and actually for the players as well that a different club would come in and still will, will, will take over their wages. Yeah, well, the one thing we can guarantee is going to be another summer of just changes and a new kind of city. It's like an every year tradition. It's like we just reset the club every year. We just do a little reset button. And just go again. So it's it's going to be similar feeling to last summer, really. Swazers is where we're going to be going into the summer and finding a new story every week in and week out, a new player week in and week out. And Cardiff doing them little emoji signings with the country at the end. We're going to be seeing it every week. We're going to be disappointed. We're going to be fortunate. We're going to be unfortunate. We're going to be happy. It's all going to come this summer. But one thing, we're all going to be ready for it. That's one thing I can guarantee. But just another, just another year being a Cardiff City fan. Another year being a Cardiff City fan. You can never, you can never predict what was going to happen. But we did attempt to predict early on in the season with Will and Nathan Blake's early season predictions. We asked both of you to pick a player of the year and Dark Horse. And Will, before I even tell you who you picked, do you feel confident about what you said nine months ago? I think I feel confident, especially on one player. Um, I think. If Can I'm you right, remember? The, I definitely said something about O'Dowd as one of them. I'm not sure if he was a dark or if he was a player this season. I think I said so is 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 the other one. So I'm not sure which, in what order I put them to. But O'Dowd is class, so I can't be well, wrong with him. Well, first we'll go for Nathan's early season predictions, which, to be fair, relatively quite impressive. He went for his player of the year. He went for Winter slash Kipri. 
And then his dark horse for the year was Marlon Romeo. See, I, feel, I think that's relatively accurate, I feel. I feel that's relatively accurate. And Will, Cash, you went for correctly. You went for, your player of the year was Romain Sawyers. Arguable. Dark horse, Callum O'Dowder. I mean, you could yeah. sort, of, sort of chuck him in there for the dark horse. You could sort of chuck him in there for the dark horse. I, the, I think the reason I said it, Brian, it was just the fact that it was just another Bristol City player in Cardiff, and there wasn't too much hype around O'Dowder at the time. And no, you're right. And the first two games, he surprised me. I think he had a goal early on as well. Saw his bit of pace, bit of athleticism. He looked like a decent player. And to be fair, so he isn't too, too, too bad at the back end of the he season. He had his so moment. I'll, he had his I'll, moment. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. He started off yeah. well and he ended well. So. He, <laughs> he had his moment. He had his moment. Mate, that's not the worst thing. That's not the worst thing. Well, as it's the end of the season now, I'm on the three of us. To now give our end of season Swaz Awards. It's a tradition on this show that we tend to carry on. So what I want out with you three is player of the year, young player of the season, and sign of the season. Henry, let's start with you. Who's your player oh. of the year, would you say? It's not easy. It's not an easy bout considering the well, season we had. I think without him, we go down to his cover. Player of the year? Player of the year. I mean, we or, gave signing it to... of the, or signing of the season. No, play, no, player. Uh... Uh, both player and signing the year. Oh, uh, okay. I go both. Uh, without Cabba, we'd be in the cha- we wouldn't be in the championship. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. I can't can't argue too much against that. Even though we did come halfway through, but uh, you look at that. I mean, his, his goal return in the end was was it eighteen sixteen for a poor yeah, team, yeah. a poor team that couldn't score. Uh, great chances. Uh, I mean, Will made a great pick with O'Dowder because a lot of the Bristol fans say we we've picked up a sick note. He played over yeah. forty games. Uh, you know, which is why people are like, oh, no, I'm not sure because he's, he's, he's not going to play. Uh, uh, he, yeah, I think I think he played 46 games in total, which is fantastic for a guy who, like I said, came to us with a bad reputation regarding injuries. Uh, uh, the sad thing is, like you said, there's not many particularly standout players. Uh, so Cabo would be my signing and my player of the year. Uh, I mean, Filogino is... is, is was closely. What I notice is is a lot of performances really kicked on when Sabri turned up. I mean, yeah. Ite, you know, we saw glimpses. I mean, for me, that goal he scored in Watford is my favourite goal. The the, the yeah. intellect, the, the passing, and, and, yeah. and, and the shot. Uh, so he, he he would be my young player of the season. Uh, I expect that. But I would go for signing and player of the year as the cab. The same thing we did last year with uh, Cody Dramar being being our player of the season. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't join until January, but he had, he, had, he had that big an impact. He was the best player of the year. And couldn't, and I couldn't, I couldn't argue too much with that, Koshi? Well, I agree with Henry, to be honest, but definitely with signing the season and young player of the season, with Atete being young player of the season, Cabo signing the season. Young uh, player of the season... Oh, ah, it's a couple of names, brands. Um, Winstall and G yeah. as well. He scored some, or oh, he scored some important goals, didn't he, with a free he kick? Was, he had some important performances as well, as well as Kipper. Yeah, Kipper as well. Um, over that, oh, I don't know. That, and you got Cab in the back end of the season as well. Come on, mate, give it to us. Player of the year, young player, sign of the season. Go. Well, sign of the season is Cabba. Young player of the season is Tete. Player of the season. Oh. I mean, so many different ones, Brad. Um, 
I'll be different. I'll, I'll change it. I'll be. I'll go Kipre for the performances of the back end of the season. That. I respect and I, that. And he was very much from the start of the season. Um, I mean, he was vital, really. I mean, he gave us that extra height without him. He, he, he scored. He scored the winner against Rotherham. Exactly. exactly. That's what I was just about to mention. That was massive. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. massive. That is massive. That's why, for me personally, I will go for Saeed make my sign the season, Kipre. Just like in terms of the like the impact of the signing from the get go, from the start of the season, he's played under four different managers over the year, different formations, but he stayed solid throughout. And that goal against Rotherham, like that makes him sign of the season alone. How important that was. Young player of the season, as you mentioned, it's plenty to go off, but I'd have to probably give it to our loan signing Philogene. I thought in terms, yeah, it took him a while to get cooking and t- it took him a while to get going. And like the first few games we seen him, I th- I didn't think much of him. I f- I thought the wind could blow him over and he ain't gonna do much in the championship. But he proved, especially in the second half of the season, how talented he could be as a player. And I, it's gonna be inter- I'm really interested myself to see where his career goes and what happens with him. But so I'd probably have to give him young player just for that, just for that alone. That sort of young player impact and player of the year. Like, go on. So Villa don't, Villa don't want him today. They've um, yeah. they offered him out to clubs. I mean, it's, I don't think they don't want him. I, I think it's it's very tough for youngsters to break into the first team of Premiership yeah. teams. Uh, he definitely won't be going there, leaving there for free. No, so no. They, I think they, they, some money. Yeah. they they see they there's definitely some value there. Uh, it's it's just hard now. I mean, you know, we we've had it in a. Uh, you know, we've seen players like we had him last year, Tommy Doyle. You know, and I know it's Man City, he won't even get a sniff of that team, but he's such a talented player. Yeah. And I, I think the championship, the Premiership now is full of all these young, talented players who, who probably have to drop down with the Championship just to get a sniff. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's full of them, really, isn't it? But then we can't buy them because they ask for silly money. <laughs> yeah. So now then, that's a cycle that's un- unfortunately yeah. created in the football pyramid, isn't it? It's that vicious cycle that's unfortunately being created by themselves. But my player of the year, it'd have to be the, 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 between these two players, is Ryan Winter, as we mentioned, the impact they took. And I might have to go for two years in a row. I might have to go for Perry NG two years in a row. Just out of loyalty. Just out of sheer loyalty and desire. If you look at the, like you said, the free kicks, free kicks scored. And even after that, every time he got a free kick after he scored that free kick, you just thought he was going to score. You just thought he was going to score and he did the tag him more time, nine times out of ten. So I think for, the, for this year, I'm going for two years on the bounce, play of the year, Perry NG, just in terms of consistency. I know throughout, it was, you know, period throughout the season where you couldn't get into the side just due to height, just being a shorter centre half and then formations and different style of play with different managers. So I, but I'm going for Perry NG nonetheless, winter honourable mention, young player Philogene. And sign of the season being Kepre. Well, we come to the end of the show, lads. But just before we go, before we go anywhere, I want your tune of the week. Well, what have you got for us? Uh, my tune of the week brand is On the Streets. J-Hope with J-Cole. Bit of a tune. Especially summer tune, I would say. It puts a smile on my face in the summer. I can enjoy a nice cold drink with some ice. Very nice. Lovely. Well, I like the atmosphere you just made. Henry, what is your tune of the week? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, I'll have to, have to stall for a second. Let me think. Let me think. 
let's go, let's go, let's go with Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, big, big shout. Best, big concert, shout. I've ever been, best concert I've ever been to. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't doubt that at all. Unbelievable, humble. We'll take that every day of the week. I've gone for a brand new tune. A brand new tune just come out this week, or last week, should I say. Sprinter by Central C. Dave. Lyrically, maybe not the best tune, but it's a brilliant vibe for you and yourselves for the summer. So that is our tunes of the week. Well, this is the last episode of the season just want to say thank you for everything the season swazzers we couldn't appreciate appreciate you anymore make sure you're tuned because we're hopefully have some special content over the summer but we just want to say a massive help help and thank for the support over the year couldn't have done without you personally i like a massive help thank you so well for this year this season it's been amazing and even for all the swazzers such as henry that have helped made the show to keep on going in this been a pleasure to be a part of. But that is us of the year. That's Cardiff City done. Bit of swaz done. We'll be back as always. And hey, let's Cardiff City keep on being Cardiff City. Good <laughs> <laughs>